Did you understand what retirement meant? Yeah, at 13 she, years old. She was scared in the beginning. She was scared in the beginning. I'm saying, did you understand it? Like, where? Like, wh- why did you want to retire your mom? David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find people who have actually built some stuff. And we got a youngster. We got a young man. Let's go, let's go, let's that go. That built something bigger than uh, most people ever will in their entire life. Do you realize that you've done more in your, how old are you now? 14. 14. You've done more in your 14-year-old life than... Most adults will never, ever accomplish. Do you understand that? Yes. This is motivation. I just want to, you know, show people. Well, we're going to show them on this podcast, man. So I want to introduce young Trey, CEO of Spurgo, young Spurgo billionaire, man. What's going on with you, guys? What's going on, Mr. Dave? So go on and explain, go on, uh, you know, tell tell the people who you are and what you do. We'll jump into it. Hey, uh, what's going on, everybody? My name is Trey Brown. I'm a 14-year-old entrepreneur and CEO of Spurgo. And Spurgo represents power, strength, and courage. I came up with Spurgo January 2018, 12 years old. Um, and I started with my birthday money. I had about $300 for my birthday. I spent half of that on liabilities. And for everybody that don't know what liabilities is, really just like depreciating assets. So things whoa, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Where you learn about liability? Where the first time you heard the word liability? Neo. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I believe like the program we, we had a bunch of like we had a bunch of words that we had to study so like asset liability entrepreneurship different things like that uh yeah but I started with 300 I had 300 dollars for my birthday I spent half of that on like video games I was in the music at the time like pianos uh recording studio equipment different things like that and then I had the other half I had 178 dollars but this time I want to invest in something powerful I want to invest in something strong um, and then I was just thinking, like, I, I was always in a clothing just because my mom, she's a seamstress. I go to church. Um, I go to church every Sunday. So just growing up, you know, we can't come out the house, you know, looking at mess really. Like, going to church, we was suit ties, mm-hmm. shoes, you know. So just always clothing was just important in the household. Um, so I came up with the logo. I came up with the logo, got my first 16 T-shirts printed with my birth, with the half of my birthday money, $178, sold out the first week, kept reinvesting. So after them 16 T-shirts, I reinvest, was able to get, so it was 16, then it was like 28 T-shirts, then it was like 35 T-shirts, then we were able to build up, then I was able to get my first hoodies and different things like that. So like, I started with my 16 T-shirts, now I got a warehouse, you know, over 10,000 products just coming in and out of the warehouse, and that's just still from them 16 T-shirts for my birthday money. Mm. So you took your birthday money. Yeah. You had this idea 
to start this company called Spurgo. And what does Spurgo represent? What is it? What not? What does it represent? But what does it mean? What is a Spurgo? Uh, so Spurgo. So it represents power, strength, and courage. But I came up with the name combining the words sports and heroes, and I added Go at the end just because Spurgo for the go getters. And then also like with the heroes, I just wanted to um you know do heroes like my personal heroes, people you know that inspire me. So like people like um, Diddy, Jay Z, people that inspire me like. You know, to even start a business, to even be on the mindset. So that's heroes and then sports, something that I like into. And then I added G.O. because, you know, Spurgle for the go-getters. It don't matter, you know, what your profession is. As long as you're getting up, you're working hard every day. You know, that's Spurgo. I love it. I love it. So you have this idea. And um, did you do any businesses before you met Neo? Uh, so actually, yes. So, so this was like my first business. I don't even really tell people this, but my first business ever. You remember like when the fidget spinner wave was like yeah. going hard. All right. So basically, this this what I did. Uh, I was going to like the convenience store around my way in Philadelphia. That's where I'm from. Um, and I think the and I think the fidget spinners was like three dollars. I would go there, get a fidget spinner for like three dollars, spray paint it, take it back to the house, like spray paint and things like that, and go back to the store. Um, I mean, go and go to school and sell it for like seven dollars. So with the seven dollars, I will buy two more fidget spinners, which they were three dollars a piece. And then, you know, um, I was spray painting again and just kept selling it at school. You know, it probably was like a week because the fidget spinner um, wave was like on and off. Mm. But that was like my first business. But I was all also like just getting into like a lot of stuff like that. I remember one time I had like a a, a backyard sale. My mom, she was mad at me because I was like trying to sell everything. I was trying to sell my book bags, school like mm. school books, different things like that. But I was always just like business minded, and you know I would just spend hours and hours a day just watching, you know, just Diddy interviews, Jay Z interviews, Jay Z in a studio, how they think yeah. inside Bill Gates' brain, stuff like that. Um, you know, cause I was just interested. I never knew what I knew what I would be. I always just thought like, yo, I, one day I just want to be wealthy. One day I just want to be, you know, rich. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I used to do music. I used to, you know, I used to be a recording artist, but it's so funny. You say used to be like, you ain't got a whole lot of used to in you. You 14 years right, old, right, bro. Right. So I, I need to know where this entrepreneurial thing came did you see somebody that was an entrepreneur or was your parents an entrepreneur or yeah. where do you get this? Where do you get the idea to say, yo, I'm going to get the little fidget spinners. I'm going to paint it. Sell it for seven. Mm. Where you get it from? Uh, I'm not really sure about the fidget spinners. I just knew like everybody was posting them. Like everybody at, at my school had them and I'm like, and there was a few people that didn't have them. So supply and demand. So basically I brought them to school um, and started selling the fidget spinners. But then also my mom, um, my mom, she had a clothing business. She was like a seamstress and she started off with t-shirts and, th and different things like that. You know, so, so I, I, I believe that's where I get my entrepreneurial spirit from. My mom, um, she just a hustler, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my mom so always- Is your mom an entrepreneur? Uh, my mom, my mom is an entrepreneur. Yes, yeah. I retired my mom. I retired my mom from her working job. Really, at thirteen years old. Yeah. Wow. So you're thirteen and retired your mom from her job uh -huh. at thirteen. Yes. So basically, um, so basically the step one, step one was, um, I was just like working every day, um, just in school. So, no, so I was in school. Um, so I used to be in school and then after school, I would have so much to do. So I would have to ship out orders. I would have to make deliveries and different things like that. And then for a long time, it took a long time for me, 
for me to persuade my mom to get homeschooled. Um, once I persuaded my mom to get homeschooled, she let me try it out. Um, I believe it was like February. Why did you want to be homeschooled? Um, I just wanted to be homeschooled because, you know, Neo would hit me like, Trey, we got to go to L.A., we got to go to Hawaii, different things like that. And I would always have to travel. So I was missing days of school. And then the days I was in school, I would be in there for like eight, nine hours. And then um, when I came out, when I came out, I would just have so much to do. I would be tired. Mm -hmm. um, and all my energy was going to school. Um, and then, you know, I just, I, I started seeing people, I like, started doing homeschooling and different things like that. And I hit up a few of my, like, you know, my celebrity friends, like, yo, how, how you, like, how you, you know, working on, you know, what you're doing and school. What celebrity friend? Where are you getting these celebrity friends from? Spray? It's just like kid friends, people that had dead businesses or, you know, people like Derek Grace. So like uh, Derek Grace, his kids, you know, they had businesses and different things like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's more like you out here? Yeah, it's, it's a few. Yeah. So let me let me know. Let me ask you this: How many people do you know? Because people that are watching this, they're thinking that you are the unicorn. You are the fourteen-year-old. Your biggest your biggest uh, month in business. How much you making your biggest month? It's actually this month. So November, I think we at one hundred thirty thousand for this month. One hundred thirty thousand yeah. dollars a month. So people look at you and say, "Yo, you are like the uh, you're the unicorn. Like, there's you're, you're a kid that just happened to um, fall in the right situation, or mm -hmm. you know, you find a love and you build something." Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm an author, right? And for some reason, I just know other authors. Like all my friends wrote books. Mm -hmm. So you know other kids that are entrepreneurs as well. Yes. Give me a few. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Who we got? Who we got? Uh, yeah, we got True Jones. True Jones. He's a, he's, he's a stock investor. Um, he trade options, 78 gram, 80 gram one day of just trading stocks. And, uh, who else we got? Um. Is that Derek Grace Kids? Yeah, right? Derek Grace Kids. They do, they do entrepreneurship. Um, it's just a couple. And then others just like. It's just it's a lot of kids out here doing amazing things. For I know sure. a lot of kids that just do music and different things like that. So just people and just influencers and different things like do that. Do you know that you're a part of a revolution that's being started, right? And you got a responsibility mm -hmm. on your – like a lot of kids are looking up to you, right? And a lot of adults too. I mean, shoot, I look up to you. Like you're, you're doing some really, really amazing things. Yeah. But because of like – a lot of eyes are on you, right? Do you feel any pressure to be, to do it right, to watch what you say, to be respectful? Do you feel yeah. any pressure to really walk in excellence because there are a lot of kids you're going to be responsible for? Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I just hang around the right people, like my mentors and different things like that. They show me, you know, the way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, just showing me how to be respectful. Um, you know, just showing me, you know, what to say on Instagram, what not to say, just just yeah. the way to carry yourself. Like I feel like having mentors is really important because they really just give you the straight path to success. So me hanging around Neo, me hanging around Hum Five Hundred, you know they didn't did this for years and years. Yeah, now sure. I'm able to like now now they showing me like yo Trey, don't make that mistake. Yo Trey, don't don't do this, do it like this. So now you know I'm just able to learn from them because they did everything that I want to do, and they you know they just doing great at it. They, Give me, give me, give me some of the uh, lessons that you've learned from your mentors that you apply to um, your life now. Let me think. Some lessons, uh, some lessons that I learned. Some lessons that I learned uh, from my mentors. Uh, 
I mean, you're around them all day long. Like, especially because you're out here in Atlanta. You're from Philly, right? Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we was at Him 500 house. Got this huge house, right? Got the beautiful cars. You're around Nehemiah Davis all the oh. time. Just... Yeah, I got one. So, so I went to the jewelry store. I went to the jewelry store about a month ago. Uh, and then I told, I told Mr. Neo and I told Hum 500, they said, Trey, get your first investment property before you buy any jewelry. Trey, get a few more um, streams of income before you buy a piece of jewelry. Me, when I went to the jewelry store, I was ready to cash out right because there. Because you got the money. Right, right? yeah. But, um, but Neo and uh, Mr. Marcus, they told me like, they told me like, you need to have real estate properties. You need to have stocks and things like that. That's just automatically going to, you know, pay for the jewelry. You don't want to buy your first piece of jewelry before you have your, you know, your first piece of, like, real estate or your first mm. um, real estate investment. But, you know, it's just a lot of gems that they give me sure. every day, you know, just for everyday sure. things. Like, um, when you walk into, like, when you walk into a building, make sure you greet everybody. You shake everybody's hands. It don't matter, like, if this is a janitor, you... You know, you introduce yourself because you never know who might know who. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, so just greet yourself anytime you come in the building. You know, so it's just everyday things. They just tell me, like, look, post at sure. this time. That's when people getting off of work. Like, they teach me a lot of different things mm-hmm. so much. So what did it feel like when you retired your mom? I mean, uh, where was she working at? So my mom was a school teacher. I believe it was third grade that she was um, she was teaching for the Philadelphia School District. Um Mastery Charter School, she, she, she was um, a school teacher. My mom was working, you know, I think it was like 8 to like 4, 8 to five, 9 to 5, something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the reason why I wanted to get my mom retired is just because, like, um, we were working so much after, you know, she finished her job. So my mom was doing a job. And then plus, like, we were staying out to 2, 3 a.m. in the morning every day just doing deliveries, just working on different things. And I said, Mom, you know what? I'm going to retire you. So after Oh, so it was your idea to retire. Yeah, definitely. Did you understand what retirement meant Yeah, at 13 she, years old? She was scared in the beginning. She was scared in the beginning. I'm saying, did you understand it? Like, where, like wh- why did you want to retire your mom? Let me put it that way. Um, I just I wanted to retire, you know, so like she could be present full time, like with so she could be present full time with the family, and then just also so she can help me work on Spurgo more, like mm-hmm. take Spurgo to a whole another level. And um, after I retired her, you know, I retired in November six. It was either November fifth or November six, twenty nineteen. And January, February, we just started going off with Spurgo. You know, um, I was able to go to Miami and meet Sean Diddy Combs. Um, Mr. Sean, he he reposted me on Instagram 2018, but I was able to connect with him, meet DJ Khaled. We were able to open up the storefront this year. Just from my mom being retired, we're able to, you know, be present to more opportunities and different things like that. Mm. Now my mom, you know, know, she's able to run a store. She's able to, you know, work on personal things. Now my mom can get a massage anytime she wants. Now my mom, she could go on vacations and, you know, do whatever she want to do. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So being able to retire your mom, that's just, that's absolutely huge. Yeah. But... What is your, um, is your, is your father real? Uh, my stepfather is, yes. Stepfather? Yeah. Uh, have you ever met your real dad? Uh, I did before, yes. When? Uh, I met him a few times. Met him a few times. Do you talk to him now? Uh, occasionally. Okay. Occasionally. Is there anything like, is there any like connection that you ever wanted with your dad or? Uh, 
No, nah, not really. Not really. Just that's not really around, but I don't really let it affect me. I got mentors that really yeah. take the place and really step up. Yeah, I, I I think that's like that. That's awesome. I think everybody needs to have some sort of man in their life. That's why when I yeah. see you with Neil, like all the time, yeah. I I think you know, kind of like the title of mother, father. You know, we all have them. Mm-hmm. But the people that are important in our lives are the ones that are in our lives. Uh-huh. However, do you feel the importance to create a connection with your dad or maybe kind of get to understand them or does he ask you for stuff or anything like that? No, not really. No, not really. Um, it, no, not really. He just hit me occasionally and then um, we chop it up. Nothing against them. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing against me. It's just whenever... I'm just always working, so... If I get the opportunity to talk to him, then I'll talk to him. Yeah. But I'm not, like, just looking to talk to him all day long. I got other things, like, really to work on, but I ain't got nothing against him, really. Mm. Uh, so, as Trey, not Trey the entrepreneur, mm. not Trey the CEO of Spurgo, yeah. what is Trey into? Uh, I, I like to play video games, basketball. Um, you know, I... Uh, that's really it. Mm-hmm. I like to play video games a lot, PlayStation, hang out with my friends gotcha. um, anytime that I can. And then I also, like me, I, I just like to put people in position as well. Yeah. Like, I, I hire my friends. I hire my friends a lot of the times. I hire my cousins. Anytime we have an opportunity, I remember last year, um, I had my first pop-up shop at Cherry Hill Mall up in New Jersey, and I was able to hire all my friends, all my cousins, and just give them the experience. Mm. The You know, it was, it was just like... Um, it was just a spot on experience. So one, they was just able to hang out with me. But then, you know, so during the day, I think the chair him off. We was there from six a.m. to like to like one a.m. in the morning. So like six a.m. all day to like one a.m. So we was doing like we was doing hours. We putting that work crazy. in. Yeah, but but we had did the pop up shop. Um, we had did the pop up shop, and they was just like getting to know the business, and they were like just able to see like how my days look, and just like see how, how I'm working, but then also at the end of the night, we would go back to the hotel and really just like, uh, just, just like really just have fun and things like that, but um, I, like to, I like to put people in position. Like I have my whole family working at my headquarters right now. Um, you know, I got a headquarters in Philadelphia, warehouse. So in the headquarters, there's a warehouse at all the way at the bottom in the basement. Um, the second floor is, you know, the Spurgo store. A lot of people have been supporting ever since, you know, we opened up in July. Um, and then on the top floor is the office. So that's a lot of times where my mom is at, you know, just working on different um, working on different documents and things like that. You know, we, we work with a lot of companies and mm. big companies. So she always, like, handling that. My family, like my little brother, my cousin, my grandfather is just working in the store. And, they, you know, that we get to spend more time with each other. Well, I'm not currently there. I haven't been in the store in two months. But, um, but, but they're <laughs> able to, like, connect with each other. Um, they're able to connect with each other. And, you know, I'm just happy to give, you know, my family opportunities. Yeah. And you said you haven't been to the store in two months because you're here in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And it's still running without you. Yeah, it's still running great. It's still running great. Like, my mom and, and my cousin, they always FaceTime me like, yo, this person came from Baltimore just to come to the Spurgo store. This person came over from New York just to come to the Spurgo store. And I FaceTime, I'd be super excited to see them, you know, because just thinking back, like, Two years ago, January 2018, I was going into, like, barbershops, like, hustling. Like, mm-hmm. hey, my name is Trey Brown. I'm a 12-year-old entrepreneur. And I was shy. 
But now we got a storefront where people are like coming to see us. They're driving hours and hours, you know, just just to get the Spurgle experience, just to get the Spurgle vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but the, but the Spurgle headquarters is going great right now. When you come in, there's always music playing. Uh, you interviews up. Once this interview come out, you're gonna have you know the sleepers for suckers interview out. Um, so you about to put me in position? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's love. So you were you were like really door to door with like at barbershops selling your yeah, clothes. Yeah. Was this okay? So was Neil with you? Yeah. So, so Neil, so Neil was Neil was my first mentor. I had Neil up before I, I before we even launched. Neil had sent me his course. Neil had sent me his course over the T-shirt brand course. Um, oh, and yeah. I, and Neil I t- said you owe him $100 for his course. Okay. Was it $100? Was it $100? Yeah. Yo, get I thought I paid that. Nah. I thought I paid that. I ain't paid that. He said you ain't yeah. paid his brand. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he sent me over the T-shirt, the t-shirt course. Um, and it, because I had DM, I said, hey, hey, Mr. Neil. My name is Trey Brown. I'm a 12-year-old entrepreneur. I, well, no, I didn't even say all that because I wasn't an entrepreneur, but I'm a 12 years old. I got, you know, my birthday money that, you know, I just I just want to I just want to invest um, things like that. I want to start a clothing brand. Could you help me out anyway? He sent me over his T-shirt brand course um, and I spent all night just just learning about it. What shirt should like, you know, what type of print should you use for the shirt? Um what type of shirt should you use? How to market it? What's the best colors for the logos? Different mm-hmm. things like that. So I spent all night just on Mr. Neo course. Um, and then we would just chop it up on Instagram. So the first 16 t-shirts that I got printed, sold it to family and friends. And then I had read up and got like the 28 t-shirts with the money, you know, that I had sold out with, with the 16 t-shirts. And I had them 28 t-shirts. Um, and I'm just sitting there looking like, you like how I'm gonna sell these? I sold out to all my family and I sold out to friends. I like, I don't know no no more people to like buy the t-shirt. So I called Mr. Neil. I think it's like 10, 11 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I called him. I like, hey, Mr. Neil. I'm like, hey, Mr. Neil. I sold out at the barbershop. I, I no, I sold out on um, family and friends. Now where should I be selling my product to? How can I get my product out there? How can I sell more t-shirts? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you need to hit every business in Philadelphia. You need to hit. Um, every barbershop, you know, so that Saturday, that's what we did. And we went and I wouldn't come in. I wouldn't come in the house until everything was sold out. I wouldn't mm. eat until everything was sold out. And then also on um, what I feel like that it's really important. I was investing 100 percent of my profit. A lot of times with us having a business, a lot of times with us having a business, as soon as we make our first hundred dollars, we want to get the new Jordans. We want to get the new Xbox. And me, I was just reinvesting 100 percent so mm. that I could build a global brand. Mm. Yeah. You got a different type of grind, kid. For sure. Really. Thank you, thank you. I mean, it's, it's not even... I, At first, I'm like, okay, well, the kid's young, and the brand is cool, and he's he's going to be successful because people are going to support the brand. Right? You experienced that, right? Like, yeah. like people will... It, they'll support because you're young. But the more I get to know you... I realize that you are successful because you will stop at nothing. Right. And I see it not only in business, but when we play in basketball, like you're like, I got next. Somebody else like, I know you're like, no, not. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to fight to get what I want. Right. And I'm seeing that you are much more than just a, a cute kid that, you know, people aren't going to support. Right. You come out with a quality product. You come out with dope stuff. So when you come with the d- designs, what's that process like? Is it just you, you and your mom or how's it uh, 
it's really just like a whole team. We got like a whole designer team that's really just backing us. And then also, you know, uh, another, you know, a, another good, uh, another good pro to having a team is that you get everybody decision. A lot of times, us as business, we just want to go our way. We want to do what we want to do. But I got a team where now it's like, I might, I might have an idea and somebody from my team like, hold up, Trey. Hold up, Trey. It's wintertime. We shouldn't be doing jean jackets right now, Trey. Or um, this color is a little too bright. Let's do this color. You know, but we get everybody insight. And then also, um, me and my a lot of my friends help, like, with the design process, process as well. Yo, Trey, um, quarter zips. Quarter zips is the wave. So I got on this spurgle quarter zip right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, big shout out to my little brother, Amir. Uh, my blood brother, he said, Trey, like, we need quarter zips. Everybody liking them right now. And then in the beginning, I was a little shaky. Um, about it because I just didn't know like um, I didn't really see a lot of people wearing it and then I just I thought it was just like a, a like a cheap product because a lot of other quarters this were just like they were bad fabric mm-hmm. um, but then I, I, I told my mom like let's get on it Let, let's design a quarter zip um, and it's just like uh, I like it like I, I've been rocking this for the last few weeks and they just come in. See, I, I, how did you start designing your team or putting your team together um just, how did it would it just happen organically? Like when yeah. your friends pull up, like yo, what the hell? Like how did yeah. it work? Um, just just small like just opportunities that I had. So building a team, I was just you know I, I didn't really hire nobody full time um, until I started doing projects and stuff. So I so first I started doing like projects and just had people here and there just to see how they work. Um, and different things like that and, you know, how your manners is and different things like that before I hire anybody for a time, you know, so a lot of my friends, they always, they always would tell me like, yo, Trey, like, can I spend a day with you, Trey? Like, Trey, can, you know, I spend a day with you and see like what you do? Um, so I had the pop-up shop, I had the pop-up shop, um, at Cherry Hill Mall and I put all my, I I help, I, I like, you know, I hired my friends for the three days that we had the pop-up shop and they, you know, they loved it. Um, and then my cousin as well, who works at the headquarters right now, mm-hmm. um, she she did the pop up shot with us. So now I was able to see everybody's um, everybody's strength and weakness. So now I know, um, you know, somebody like my brother, he's not really interactive. He don't really like talking as much. So I have him down in the warehouse instead of having him, you know, speak to customers because I, I was just able to learn everybody's strengths and weaknesses. But my cousin who works at the store right now, she worked at the pop-up shop. You know, um, I hired her to work in the headquarters because I liked the way that she worked, you know, at the pop-up shop, her work ethic. She was running mm-hmm. back to the U-Haul truck. Um, like, she just kept, like, her work ethic was like mine. So I, sure. I hired her, you know. But building a team could be could be hard. Um, but I just like to have professionals in my corner, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I like to have professionals, um, like somebody, like somebody just did my website. Like I, I, I did my website in the beginning. I did my website in the beginning, but I wanted to do, I wanted to have a professional do it. Like I'd rather have professionals. Yeah. Yeah. So would you prefer, and I don't know motivation stuff, right? But right. would you prefer like what makes you happiest mm-hmm. working on your business or like hanging out with your friends, hanging out with your family? Yeah. What makes you happier? 
what makes me happy? What makes me happy um, is just like really doing everything in my business first. Um, there's a saying that I always go by. You do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. So hanging out with my friends and hanging out with my family, that stuff like really comes last. Um, it was a lot of times in the beginning with me starting Spurgles, a lot of times when my friends had birthday parties I couldn't make. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, um, you know, a lot of times my friends, they were all hanging out, everybody going to the movies, but Neo would hit me up like, yo, Trey, I got a networking event. Mm-hmm. So I told my friends, like, sorry, I can't make it. And, you know, it's just things like this, you know, it's things like this, um, and, and, you know, times like this that you never know what, what may happen. Like, um, I remember one time, I remember one time, uh, my mom got in a car accident. My mom had got in a car accident in Philadelphia. Um, and Neo had hit me up uh, that day. He said, yo, try, I got a networking event. Me and my mom, we made it work. We had got a rental car um, just for the day to hit the networking event. And at that networking event, I was able to meet uh, Mr. Runway Billionaire, Jordan Johnson. I was able to meet these people, these guys that I talk to every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I, I would have, you know, and if I would have been like, dang, we got in a car crash, nah, I, I just want to take a nap right now. Um, and if I went ahead, went, you know, to that networking event, I would have never met Mr. Runway. I would have never met, you know, Mr. Jordan. So, you know, just taking the opportunity of a lifetime. But, you know, you do what you you, you do what you got to do so you could do the, what you want to do. Like mm-hmm. hanging out with friends and family comes like last to me. I make sure all the business is done first. Everything that I got to do is done first. And then, you know, playtime comes after. I, I, I think that's cool, too, because just know in your journey, there's going to be um, people that try to convince you yeah. that, yo, you just need to be a kid. Yeah. Y'all go hang out with your friends. But I I would I would advise, and I'm sure, you know, all your other uh, mentors advise, do what makes you happy. Like right now, if somebody says, yo, what makes you happy? Yo, entrepreneurship, going live, doing interviews. And be like, yo, no, but like what makes you happy? Like when do you relax? This is relaxing for me. Right. You feel me? Like, I felt like... And what I always tell people, people always tell, people always ask me like, yo, Trey, I want to start a business. Yo, Trey, I want to do this. I want to do that. And the first step I always tell people is find your passion. Find something that you love to do. Um, when, I, when I started Spur going after a few months, you know, I just started love. I just started loving it. Like, um, I, I would go out every Saturday. I was waking my mom up at 8 a.m. Like, mom, let's go. Time for the barbershop. They already knew the drill. Um, so my mom would block out her Saturdays. But you got to find something that you love to do, you know, something that, that, that you would want to do even if you wasn't getting paid from it. Because in the beginning, you know, they say in your first five years um, of business, you won't really be getting paid. In the beginning of Spurgle, I wasn't getting paid. To this day, I still don't really touch anything, you know, because I just constantly reinvest them. But you just got to find passion. You got to find your passion and find something that you love doing. And, you know, that's going to be your fun. You know what I'm saying? Even to this day, you don't really take a, a salary like that? No, not really. I, I, I like I started working on other things like stocks, um, getting into like different real estate things, uh, just for me. Like I, I really don't take take much, really. Really? Yeah. So like do you pay yourself like a specific salary or you just have it you just you still in reinvestment mode? Like, I'm still in reinvest I'm still in reinvestment mode. Um we gotta, you pay your mom a salary? Because to retire yeah. your mom, you right. got to pay your salary, so you pay your mom. Yes. I, but you don't pay yourself. Yeah, not really. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, especially when you're hanging out with Neil, you don't need your own money anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Neil Rich Rich, we good. Yeah. I really want to, I need to retire and just hang out with Neil. I'll be straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, 
So tell me about your friends, man. You got any friends that's like going to be the, 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 do you have any of your friends that you can say, yo, this is going to be the next boss? That's going to be for, like for me. My, for my business? Or, yeah. Uh, but the hardest thing is, like, even with your friends, because they still know you for Trey. Yeah. And they may not recognize you as, like, this seven-figure business owner, right? Yeah. But do you have any of your friends that you think, yo, this would be a good business partner or something else? Um, I got one of my friends. I got one of my friends. His name Kobe. He do, he, he does real estate at 14. Um, what do you mean he does real estate? Yeah, he does real estate at 14. He really quiet with it. Like, he, he don't... He don't really like post a lot about it. I tell him he needs to start posting, but he don't really post about it. He got a 17 unit in, in Cleveland, Ohio. Like he going hard, but uh, where are these children coming from? Yo, yeah. I was not a child like yeah. this. I mean, I tried to make a couple dollars, but I wasn't doing real estate at 14. Yeah, so. like so we just always like we just surround ourselves around like mentors and great people, and they and they really help us, you know, diff- do different things like that. Yeah, but my friend Kobe. Um, we got a few things that we've been working on. Like we were working on like a dropshipping business early earlier a few months ago. I think we might go hard on that. Um, we might go hard on that um, soon. But I had to stop it for a minute because I was getting ready for Spurgo Black Friday. Mm-hmm. But we might hit it. We might hit it twenty twenty one. But then also, you know, just properties and different things like that. We might we we might do. Yeah, I saw you. Was- All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black 
today. Told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir, turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. You're doing like uh, like building out a course, right? Yeah, so I got a program I actually just launched. Um, I get 20, 30 messages a day. Um, but people just DMing me, yo, Trey, I want to start a clothing brand. Yo, Trey, can you help me? They sending me their full number. Hey, Trey, can you give me a call? Trey, like, like Trey, I need some help. And I can't answer them because it's over, It's like hundreds and hundreds of messages. Um, so I got together. I got together. Um, I got together a program, you know, just set really um, just showing people how to showing people how to build a six and seven figure brand, you know, in like 12 weeks. Um, and, and it's just really it's just like really everything that I know, all my connections. So we got people, all my mentors are in there. So um, Mr. Neo was in there just showing you everything. Like Neo was like the full package. So he's showing you everything. Hum 500, Mr. Marcus is, you know, showing you um, financial literacy. Mr. Two Weeks Out, Mrs. Two Weeks Out, just showing you um, how to build your personal brand. So not just um, a clothing brand. If you need to help with your personal brand, Mr. Two Weeks Out and Mrs. Two, two Weeks Out is killing it right now. Also, we got Runway Billionaire just killing you, like, you know, with credit and marketing. Like, Mr. Runway helped me a lot with, you know, marketing and just upping my image. We got so many more people, um, the CEOs of Support Black College, um, support black colleges they killing it right now um and they, and they just doing great they doing amazing so we got them in there they they have an amazing clothing brand over a million this weekend and black friday sells uh so so that's crazy um so we got them in there we got some more people we got life insurance um with mrs zoda gold stocks we got a bunch of things in the program so i just want to you know give people all my connections amazing. uh mr jacoby the guy who um just did my website redone it is doing amazing right now um, we, we haven't hum in there. How, what should your website look like in 2021? Um, and you know, having Mr. Jacoby in there, he might be able to do your website. So I'm giving you all my connections. Um, I'm showing you how to build a website. What's the best website host to use? Um, how to create a logo. What's the best colors to use in a logo? Um, a lot of times, and you know, in full logos, we see red or we see yellow or just in a bunch of logos, we see red. You got Netflix, you got, you know, we got a bunch of things, but I'm just I'm just hitting you with a lot in a program. So it's builtwithtrade.com, and, you know, I'm just giving people, you know, straight paths to success. So I'm really just, you know, giving them mentorship. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to ask you some questions that are probably answered in the program. Yeah. Are you okay answering them right now? Yeah, for sure. Okay, good, good, sure. good. All right, so I want to start a clothing brand. Mm. What is the first step you would advise me to do? Um, The first step... For you wanting to start a clothing brand, like what type of clothing brand? Because you have so many different type of clothing brands. Like me, I consider my my, my clothing brand as like a lifestyle 
as like a lifestyle brand, you could build like a um, you could build like a you could build like a affordable brand, like just like you got brands like God is dope, where it's just like um a motivational brand, and they just like standing for something. Um, support black colleges, they standing for something. But then you also got brands like um like Gucci and different things like that, who who are just like strictly designer, and they mm. you know they really just showing like they just showing you quality. So. Mm. Find out what type of brand like you want to create. Can come up with the name and logo. Um, come up with the name and logo and, and get you know your first product started. So if you want to start off with hats, start off with hats. If you want to start off with t-shirts, mm-hmm. um, do t-shirts. But f- first, just find out like what type of brand do you want to start? Is it motivational um, purposes? Is it you know like what type of brand do you want to start? Mm-hmm. And uh, you say I, I I love that you're so young and you're um, optimistic. Because, and I think you, me, you know, and you know, all, all the people we hang out with, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, we'll just put that joint together. Let's just start it. Right. And some people are so old, like they're, they've been through so much that in their head, they're saying, you're, you say, yo, if you want to start with hats, just start with hats. You and I understand that language. Mm-hmm. Yo, you just start. Like, okay, let's find, find where the hats at and let's just put them. Right. But why do people have that mental block of, why you say yo just start with hats go to this place get them printed i mean go get the hats then you get them printed over here and then they have all these questions right so why do you think people are they're not free enough to go build I'm not like i'm not really sure but it's just always you know it's just always something when someone wants to start a business it's like yo i need a team i need this i need that i need i need this person i need this type of camera i need you know i remember my first 16 t-shirts um, I remember my first 16 t-shirts with Spurgo, you know, they wasn't the best quality. And also I wanted to start off with hoodies. I wanted to start off with hats and sweatsuits and different things like that. But I couldn't because I only had $178. I got them t-shirts printed. And in the beginning, yo, I thought them shirts was like the best. <laughs> like, you know, I couldn't tell the quality was off because of the quality that we have now. Like the quality that we have now, everything custom made, tags inside, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I just started, like, I got the $178, and, you know, I went out to different, you know, t-shirt companies, and whatever I could afford with the $178, I just got it started. Um, the number one thing is just for you to start. You find out the rest later. Like, you start now, find out the rest later. Gotcha. I figure out what type of brand I want to do. Right. And then what do I do? Create a logo, find out the name, and then, you know, start with hats. Start with t-shirts. So if I'm going to start with hats, what should I do? Okay, my idea, I'm going to start with hats. What should I do? Uh, find a logo. Find a local like embroidery company. A lot of hats is embroidery. You can get your hat printed too, mm-hmm. um, but embroidery is uh, I mean, it looks better. But whatever you want to do, you can go to. Um, a lot of us don't use Google to the max. Like you could go on Google and find out anything. Local, mm-hmm. local um, vinyl printing. Local, local embroidery. Local embroidery print. That's all you got to so type go in Google. Google. Local embroidery printer, and a bunch of them pop up. And a bot and a bunch of them pop up. Call them, hey, um, hey, how much would it cost for 10 hats to get embroidered? Um, ask them a few more questions. Do you guys provide the hats? Um, and then, you know, and go up, go up to them. That's, it's like really, just like really easy. Yeah. <laughs> it, like you say it as, it, it really is simple, right? Yeah. And I think the way you just put it mm-hmm. will empower people to say, okay, I just, oh, just embroidered. Blank hats, embroidered hats. Yeah. Where do I get them? Okay. Let's say I got these T-shirts. I uh-huh. found out the place to print them. I found the wholesale place to get them. Mm-hmm. 
I have 24 shirts in my living room. Yeah. The best brand in the world. Mm. What do I do? You hit you hit all the contacts in your phone. Hey, and this and this this is if you have like if you have the shirts, that's great. But even before you have the shirts, you hit you hit your contacts like, look, I'm coming out, I'm coming out with this brand. You know, I'm coming out with this brand. It's called uh, just like for me, an example. Hey, I'm coming out with this brand. It's called Spurgo. Um, it represents power, strength, and courage. Um, and I make sure that I say their name. And you just edit this throughout everybody in your contact. Hey, Grandma, I want to know if you would be one of the first 25 people to support me. Uh, the shirt would be available. Ah, hold the, on, hold on. Yeah. Slow, we can't speed past the bars because you're right. giving heavy bars right now. Yeah. I would like you to be one of the first 25 people to support my brand. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. My cash app is my cash app. My cash app. You just throw the cash right in there. Yeah, my cash app is dollar sign whatever. Um, my cash app is dollar sign whatever. The shirt will be ready next week. Boom. You got you got twenty five people to support you at twenty at you got twenty five people to support you twenty dollars. That's about five six hundred dollars. You use that money that everybody supported you with. Um, you buy them. You buy the shirts that everybody pre ordered. Um, and then, boom, that's, that's just really how it go. So mm. you get people to support you before you even have the product. So just having a mock-up, really. Mm. All right, so we sell $25, we sell 25 t-shirts for $20. What is that, $25, 500 right? Yeah. What do I do with the money? Uh, with that money, you use to buy the t-shirts. Like, you use to buy the t-shirts. So this is like... Now I'm saying, if I, have, if I have $500, what should I do with the 500 after I sold these 25 shirts? Um, you gotta get the shirts though. Oh, you're talking yeah. about like pre-selling. Yeah, like you gotta get you, the shirts. Are you saying get the five hundred before but, you but even if put you the already, shirt? But if you already, but if you already have the shirts, you get you know, you use that five hundred that you made from the twenty-five shirts, and you get more shirts. So okay, I got. So we send that text whether you got the shirts or not. Okay, uh, if yeah. you don't have the shirts, you say it's gonna be ready in a week. That's why you say it'll be ready in a week. Yeah, because you take the money. You print out the shirts uh -huh. and fulfill the orders, and and if you do have and if you do have the shirts ready and you know you already bought them, you know you use that money that people bought the shirts with. You give them their shirt and you use that money, you know, to invest in some more shirts. And now you know you're able to get more customers. And you just hit now you're here on Instagram, now you're here on Facebook, Twitter. You build your website. You go out to local businesses and you know you just start promoting your brand and start pumping it. You just gave a master class, bro. Yeah. Let's dig into social media, okay? Yeah. I'm giving them I'm giving them some from the course. I, I asked you. I look, Neil yeah. did the same it's thing. Cool, I pulled cool. out his, his most cool, his cool. secret strategies, yeah. okay? All right, so um social media, uh -huh. okay? How do we move through this social media space? Um like, what are some of your social strategies? Some of my social strategies are, so number one, I post a lot of videos. Pictures are great, but videos catch people's attention more. Like, people just want to, like, learn more about you, like how you talk and, you know, but videos just um, attract people more. And then also, um, another, another one of my social strategies, I hit them with a nice caption or my cover is always right. Like, because people's attention span is, like, three to four seconds, they, or, or, you know, one or two seconds. Once they see what you got going on, if you posted this before, they automatically swiping. If if it ain't bold, like if it ain't bold, like when they see me like with the baby or a little baby or one of the rappers, they make them want to watch. But if you're just 
goofing around on Instagram and different things. People are swiping. So, you know, just giving them something attractive, like, boom, like, just hitting them with more <laughs> energy and different things like that. So that's some of my social strategies. But um, just making them more attractive, hitting them with different content. I don't really like to hit them with, you know, the same content all the time. You know, sometimes sometimes you might just catch me in the store. Like, I, I might post a video whenever I touch back down in Philly. Like, yo, what's up, y'all? I'm back in the store for, like, um, I'm back in the store for a few hours. Come catch me here. Or I might be in a post office sometimes just shipping out orders, you know, because I ain't ship out orders in a minute uh, because my team is handling it. But I'm just hitting them with different content. Sometimes you might see me with Neo, might hit, hit him with a video with Neo, and then and then I might hit him with um, uh, a different type of video, informational video. You know, so I hit him with funny content. I hit him, I just hit him with so many, so much different content so people can stay engaged on your page. Mm, fire. Yeah. How do we connect? So I see you with so many rappers, uh-huh. so many celebrities, influencers. How you do that? Um, I'm able to connect, you know, with so many different rappers, basketball players, big time CEOs. It's really just because um, they hit me. They either hit me in the DM, like a, a few of the rappers. They hit me in the DM, like, yo, I need, I need. I need the suit, the baby hat on. Hey, I need this suit. Or I might even hit them in the DM like, yo, yo, like, what's good? What's good? Um, what's good, mister? And I and I always make sure I put their real first name. I'll never put in Mr. The Baby. I hit right. him with his first name. And um, my name is Trey Brown. I'm a 14 entrepreneur. I got the clothing brand Spurgo. Um, Spurgo represents this. Spurgo represents power, strength, and courage. Um you know, I just wanted to send you out a package just to pay homage. You're like, you, like, you, you're just extraordinary. I just want to send you a package, you know, because, like, you're killing the game and you're really just showing people, like, what our brand really represents. Like, you're showing people power. You're showing people strength. You're showing people that, you know, they could chase their dreams. Um, so I hit them, so I hit them with that. And then I also, I send pictures of, like, other celebrities wearing the brand. Um, but another way that um, I might just, you know, connect with different celebrities and things is just always being around. Anytime there's an event, you know, this was before the pandemic. It was like a lot of events going on. So it was concerts um, and things like that. I'm at every event. It don't matter what type of event it is. It's, if it's a concert, no matter who concert it is, you know, now the managers is really getting close. I'm getting people numbers. So whenever they hit the city, yo, Trey, that's Virgo Pack Land. You got anything new? I'm, I'm able to come, I'm able to go to the hotel and different things like that. I'm connecting with different people. Um, and I'm just always around. So any event, I was always there. Made in America. I was there. Um, and, and a lot of these events, I didn't even know how I was going to get in. Mm. You know, um, I know, I know, uh, I know Jay-Z going to kill me when you hear this. But uh, Made in America, I remember one time, uh, I just seen a bunch of rappers was on the um, headlines. Uh, so I pull up, I pull up, I pull up. I pull up the made. I pull up the made in America. I got a bag full of packs, and I got specific rappers like I got the baby. I got Blueface. Um, like these people, I know I need to give the gear to. Um, and I don't know how I'm gonna get in, but my but my boy had hit me like my boy. He had hit me like, Yo, Trey, you need like to get backstage, and he had you know he was able to help me get back there. Um, but. I was able to give my package over to Blueface. Blueface wore the gear. He posted it. Um, and then also uh, the baby. He posted it. Little Tekka. He posted it. Um, but I don't even know like what I'd be doing some of these times. I just pull up to the event and just see what happens. I don't be having no tickets. Uh, yeah. I just. Yo, you know what? That's the, you know what's crazy. Gotta and that's, move. That's very special and unique because that's a skill set. And I think you'll probably look back on this. You know, by the time you're 21 and 22. 
and realize the stuff that you didn't know you were doing is the secret sauce, Mm -hmm. right? So, and this is just me being transparent. I'll sometimes hesitate to go somewhere if I don't know that I'm supposed to be there. Right. So I wouldn't pull up to me in America. You feel me? Like, even early on, like, that was... That was a handicap in my own grind. Like, I'm just not going to show up for the fear of being turned around or saying, yo, get out of here. Especially not trapping those shirts out because I don't want to look a certain way. Oh, but yeah. I feel like. Oh, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm pulling up. Me in America, <laughs> powerhouse, I'm pulling up. Yeah. And I got and I got a lot of times at these different, you know, events, you know, I may look crazy, but I got like two suitcases with me. Everybody package got a name on it. So um, it's, this, it's this concert called Powerhouse. They have it every year in Philadelphia. They have it every year in Philadelphia. Um, and it's just like, it's about like 10 artists, the hottest, newest artists. Like, so I think last year it was Lil Baby, The Baby, Migos, different things, like different people like that. Um, so I came in there, two like big duffel bags with everybody name and each package i got this and i got this ready i mean i probably looked it crazy but i was I, I got all my packages to everybody and you know everybody shouted me out on instagram so you know i'm going up fans you might say i'm looking crazy but you know uh, i'm getting more followers i'm connecting with more people um and i'm just there i, I just make sure like i pull up anytime there's an event you know, I'm pulling up. Um, but you always got to make sure your presentation is there. So yeah. you, you might look a certain way, but you you, you look right. You your energy is yeah. crazy, yeah, Trey. Yeah, sure. Your energy is on point. Like, I'm I'm inspired right now. Yeah, for sure. I got I to gotta, I gotta ask you some, some tough, inappropriate questions. But you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right, cool. So are you... Are you like dating at all right now? No, just Are focus. Just not focus. Concerned about that part, right? No, I'm not right now. Just focus. Good man. Wait, it's a lot going on. It's that's the yeah. Mister yeah. Neil, Mister Neil, my mom. They don't play that anyway. Yeah, I'm focused though. Anytime, okay. any anytime I got on my all time is is really I'm I'm on a video game. Mm. I'm I'm at I'm playing basketball, hanging out with the friends. I'm I'm just like focused right now. I have too yeah. much to work on. Good, good, yeah. good. All right, do you have an understanding of religion? Yeah. What is your belief system? Christianity. Okay. Uh, and that's really important for me. Every week, every week, every week I pay my tithes. Uh, every week I pay my tithes, and I learned that um, in the early stages of business. I mean, God was just God just been able to help me. You know, I pray every morning um, and different things like that. I remember sometimes I only made. Six hundred dollars a week, and I was making sure that I was I was paying more than even ten percent, you know. And these were the weeks, like these were the weeks that that I was just able to connect. Like you know, I remember one time I'm in church, and you know, I think I only made like five six hundred this week. Um, and I and I think I get and I think I put in tiles like one hundred forty when I made six hundred that week. Um, and then after I did that, about like fifteen twenty minutes later, the baby. The baby has on a spurgle sweatsuit. Everybody just mm. sending it to me. So, you know, just things like that. Um, but, like, my whole family is, like, really uh, Christian. I go to church. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, that's that's my religion. Um, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. Biggest L. Biggest L. Biggest I'm, L. I I'm took. talking about, yeah. And maybe not, you know, maybe not business. It could be business. But yeah. something that, like, really maybe made you cry. Like, what? Yeah. Biggest L. Um, I think this was like 2019 summer. I think we talking like June, I mean like late July. Mm-hmm. So 
My products get hair DHL. If my products get hair DHL. We got bathing suits and swim trunks. I I try on the swim trunks, and you know this was on my part, and I was able to learn something valuable from this. Um, this this was on my part. Um, I try on the swim trunks. The swim trunks came down all the way to below my knees. Um, and then also on the bathing suit for the women, um, you know, it just it, it just wasn't right. The sizes were off. Um. You know, and I had to ship it all the way back. But one thing that I learned, you know, that even my mentors told me that, you know, that I should do. And this was before. Um, but one thing that I learned and the mistake, you know, that I learned from this, and this is what I do every time now, uh, was getting a sample. So anytime I'm working on a new product, I get a sample. Now, I remember back then, you know, I was just sending my manufacturer, I look, I want it to look like this. And then when it came, hopefully it's right. Mm -hmm. um, but with the um, swim trunks and bathing suits, like we're in late July, summer is about to be over. I had to ship it back mm. um, and they had to remake it. It came back and it still, and it just still wasn't right. You know, but that was the biggest L. I remember that day when I had got the products, uh, when I had got the, when I had got the products, like, you know, I was just like crying. Mm. I was like, you know, because these were the only products. This is when I was just online. You know, this is when I was just online. I didn't really have no products. So, you know, I was just really upset because I was like, dang, that was my fault. I should have got a sample. So from from I, I said from now on, I'm getting a sample. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it sucks. Like, I'm getting I'm getting samples because, you know, the cost will hit you on the, on the end. Because this was in the beginning where it was like we were just getting products and we were just, like, selling them. We didn't have products to, like, we didn't have products, backup products to the the to like live on. Like we had the we had like um these swim chunks. Like we like the swim chunk bathing suits coming out. Like this right. about to be this about to be like the products that we about to sell. This is what's gonna help us get our revenue for the next month. Um, so I learned that I learned that mistake, and I'm I learned like I'm never gonna make that mistake ever again. You know what's crazy? Because I asked somebody else that question, and they're in the clothing space. Yeah. They're like, yo, they sent the wrong joints and all that, and the size was different. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like I'm talking to a grown man. He mm -hmm. took responsibility, like, yo, that was my fault. I should have got a sample. They didn't do it wrong. It's my fault. Yeah. And, like, taking responsibility mm -hmm. is a major key to forget success, but being a, a stand-up human being. Uh -huh. and, and that's taking responsibility is important, definitely, when you have a team, man, because uh, because... The whole team, the whole team is relying on me. The whole team is relying on me. You okay I, with that pressure? Yeah, I'm okay with it. And, you know, that's why, you know, that's why I hang around positive people. Like, I, I gotta, like, I, I, and I'm just like, I'm just like a positive person. I'm just like a positive person um, because I'm hanging around, po because I'm hanging around positive people. But um, the whole team is relying on me. So I can't post negative things on Instagram. I can't be dumbing people down because the whole team is like relying on me. I got, you know, I got a whole team to feed people. Like people are like literally paying their bills off of me. My team overseas, like they're, you know, they need me. So um, you gotta just take responsibility. That's why I always get a lot of help from the team. Like I have like wh whoever, like whoever's like the professional at, at that part of the team, I let them handle that. Like, like yo, if you're you're good at emails, you're you're only gonna handle emails. You shouldn't if you're if you're good at emails, you shouldn't be in a warehouse as well. You just focus on emails. Mm. We got somebody else. You're good with moving. You're good with 
working in a warehouse, you work in a warehouse. You good with websites, you focus on the websites. So it's like we, you just got to take responsibility. Everybody play their role and everybody play their part. I have a newfound respect for you, Trey. Yeah. I really do. You, appreciate you. Really, I mean, on, on the surface, like a uh, kid got a brand. But, like, when I talk to you, you got, like, a whole nother level of wisdom that a lot of adults don't have, which I'm sure we're all learning from this today. So I want to sure, say thank sure. you, man. For sure, for sure. So I I, I, I want to wrap this up, but um, I like to make predictions on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay? And in my predictions, I want to know where you see yourself in the next five to ten years. So you'll be 19 or, you know, 24 years old. What do you see yourself accomplishing? Because I want to watch this in five years or ten yeah. years and say, yo, Trey, he was a little kid, a little teenager. Right. He said he was going to do this five, ten years ago. Right. So give me your prediction. All right, so, Mr. Dave, before I even hit you with that, you know what's crazy? About two years ago, you know, I spoke on a call. I spoke on a call for Mr. Neo on a Circle of Greatness call. And Mr. Neo asked me this. This was two years ago. He asked me, or somebody in the call, they asked me, like, yo, Trey, where do you see yourself in two years. And I told them exactly this. I said, um, I can see myself having a, a Spurgo headquarters. I want to have Spurgo be shipping nationally and internationally. This was in the beginning. And I was and down to this day, I got a Spurgo headquarters. We shipping to, you know, we're shipping to Africa daily. We're shipping to Australia daily. We're shipping to Austria, you know, daily. Um, and that's crazy. Can we pull that? Yeah. We can, can we pull that clip? We you can, got that clip? The call he did? Yeah, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go deep. Yeah, yeah, we gotta go deep. Yeah, yeah. we probably deep, but you know, um, and, and guys, this is important. This is just for everybody that's watching the podcast. Just affirming, you know, them type of things. Like I said, like I'm gonna have a Spurgle headquarters. I'm gonna be shipping nationally and internationally. I said, like I'm gonna retire my mom. So now us is speaking about the next five to ten years. Um, it's gonna be crazy. Like when it happens, it's like we was just talking 100%. about it. Um, but in the next five to ten years. Um, I just want to, I, I want to open like, you know, more businesses and, you know, I just want to have Spurgo, I just want to have Spurgo um, be a more national and international brand. I want to ha- have Spurgo be that brand like, yo, whenever I want to rock something positive, I'm going to throw on Spurgo today. Like when I throw it on, it gives you like some type of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I want to open up some more, some more different businesses. I want to hit like real estate harder. Um, and then also I just want to like. I want to own a company, you know, that controls the world daily. So, so like, you got companies like Amazon, Apple that we use every day. I want to create a company like that, like the next, like, Netflix or Hulu or different things like that. So, um, I don't know. Uh, but the ne- but the next in the next five to ten years, I definitely want to have my security company um, up and running. What's a security company? What do you mean? So, so security, just, just as far as, like, basketball players and um, – you know, and, and different celebrities and music, you know, because I feel like security is really important and everyone needs security. And then also it's a contract-based business and, like, getting in, in business type like that, like, um, just get, you, you like, you get a contract annually so it's guaranteed, like, money. And then also I want to open up a cleaning business so f- for, like, stadiums like the Wells Fargo Center um, and, and different things like that. So, you know, like the NBA stadiums and the and the baseball stadiums. After the games and stuff like that, and after the events, they need cleaners because it just be a lot of people in there, thousands and thousands of people there. They just need cleaners. So if I if, 
if my cleaning company could be good for them, it would be amazing. So I want to open up a cleaning company, security company, get big on our trucks, um, 18-wheeler trucks. And then also, um, uh, I don't know, I, 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 but I want to affirm this stuff now. So My man said, I like it because it's a contract-based contract business. Where you learn about contract-based businesses, man? Where you getting this stuff from? Uh, YouTube mentors, really. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, in the next five to ten years, I just want to see Spurgle like just being big. Seeing Spurgle be a billion dollar company. Spurgle is now just turning into a household name. You know, um, people always posting us like on TikTok, like brands, like up and coming brands, like they always include us, like and different things like that. Brands in Philly, like we always like top three just coming up. Um, but yeah, uh, next five to ten years, I just I just want to see Spurgle being big. I want to have, you know, I want to have at least like 11, 12 streams of income just sending me. I just want to um, put my little sister in position. My little sister, she's um, eight years old, but I just want to, you know, I just want to build more. Like next five to 10 years, we got so much to work on. Yep. I love this kid, man. I love this kid. Yo, I want to say thank you. Okay, I'm going to do, do a quick little commercial, okay? Uh-huh. I want, and I'm a, you're going to tell people how to find you, and I need you to close out with a word of wisdom, all right? All right so I'm going to do good. a commercial real quick. Get your, get, get, get your bars together. All right, you for got sure. some bars? Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. This uh, episode is sponsored, as always, by The Morning Meetup, The Morning Meetup, the only, the only, we are the only organization that meets every single day for the empowerment of entrepreneurs all across the country, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, every single day, Monday through Friday. We are, uh, every month we have a different theme. We're either going on content creation or social media marketing or branding or real estate or or financial literacy. So every single day, Monday through Friday, you can be a part of this, uh, this, this community where you can start, grow, or scale your business and just connect with other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. from around the country. You can try today. I'm gonna give you a special opportunity to try this this um, th- this program out for seven days for one dollar. It's just a dollar, okay? If you don't like us, okay? If you like on the call, you like yo David don't know what he's talking about. I know he built some successful businesses, but he still don't know what he's talking about. All you gotta do is cancel. It's no contract, month to month. You do what you want. But if you want to stay, you want to grow, I promise you we can help you in your success journey. So go to themorningmeetup.com. Okay, Trey. Yeah. Thank you, good. man. That's good. Thank you. Thank I'm you inspired. so much. Thank you so you taught much. You me Mr. some stuff today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to, just to be on a podcast. And Mr. Dave, I've been watching you for a long time. Um, and then, you know, one thing that I want to tell everybody also on a podcast, like I've been watching you. Um, a long time, but me just being in a network, in a circle, like with people like Mr. Neo, Mr. Hum 500, 19 Keys, um, you know, and people like that, I, were able, I was able to meet you. Um, and I just want to tell people, like, find yourself, find yourself like a network and a group of people, a group of like-minded people. Find yourself a mentor. Find somebody, you know, that you can look up to, someone that's doing what you're doing. Um, and find you, you know, somebody that like I don't know if people can get circles bigger than us, like our circle, because our circle crazy. Um, but find yourself a circle with like-minded people, people that's killing it, and just you know start hanging out with them, talk with them, you know, take them out to lunch, and you know just build you a circle, you know, because a lot of us we all all do, you know, we all do different things, and we all just putting each other in position, and we all just you know giving each other opportunities, you know, and everybody you know just supporting each other, and you know that's what I really love about you know. This network. So find yourself, you know, a mentor. Find yourself, you know, uh, a circle of people that you know that 
that you could run with and different things like that. But yeah, guys, find yourself a mentor, someone I like me. <laughs> I love <laughs> yeah. the mentee has become the mentor. Okay, tell people how to find you, Trey. So guys, you could um, find me on Instagram at CEO Trey Brown, Clubhouse CEO Trey Brown, uh, Facebook. Facebook, Trey Brown, but then everything for Spurgo is uh, Spurgo.com, Spurgo Billionaire on Instagram, Official Spurgo on Twitter, Spurgo on Facebook, um, and then guys, also, this is for every, this is for everybody, um, I, I, I just released a program uh, last week, and I released a program showing people how to build a six and seven figure brand, and guys, I'm just giving you, like, all my connections, I'm giving you, like, just access to all my mentors, and they just, you know, giving you the game, so a few people that we have, you know, in the program, we have Mr. Neo DeViso, we have Hum 500, Mr. Marcus, just showing you financial literacy, we got Mr. Runway, showing you marketing, we got Mr. Two Weeks Out, um, and, and Mrs. Two Weeks Out, um, we have them just showing you personal brand, we got 19 Keys, um, we got myself in there, and I'm just, like, giving you so much gems, and, you know, how to build a six and seven figure brand, everybody asks me every day like Trey I want to start a brand um Trey I want to start a brand and you know I officially released a program you could go to buildwithtrey.com and roll and we, and we just you know can't wait to start with you like we can't we super excited you know just just to have people you know ready to move into entrepreneurship and people that just ready to build um uh, a, a brand that we can help and, and we could you know and, and we could just connect with so yeah guys it's buildwithtrey.com um, CEO Trey Brown on Instagram, Spurgo Billionaire, Spurgo.com. But guys, make sure you get your Spurgo drip. You go to BillWithTrey.com and, you know, enroll. We we ready. Let's get it. Let's get right. you started. Can't close it out no better than that. Make sure you follow this young man's journey. Um, just a wealth, wealth of knowledge. And uh, you are wise beyond your years. And uh, I want to say thank you for me because I learned so much. All right. Yeah. So make sure y'all follow my man Trey and go get you some social proof. Go build something, man. Yeah. And teach other people how to build it. All right. We are out of here. Peace. Let's get it. Spurgo.